What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Do Everything With Love podcast. Uh, this is your, your guy, your boy, the one and only, David. Steven. This is your one and only, Amber. I'm Yes, 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 yes. We are uh, a community. Um, learning, growing, and engaging dialogue around topics relevant to today's culture and through our book club. Uh, we just started one like during the pandemic in the middle of last year. And so uh, hopefully you guys get to hear more about uh, what we do here in the book club and what we are learning and, and really want to be on this journey to share with y'all what we've been um, learning and how we're growing. So if you remember anything we say, just know that we love God, we love people, and most of all, we do everything with love. So, uh, Amber, what's up? Yeah, I just want to take this time to check in with everybody. It's been the last few rough years, so just take the time to say, what's up? How you doing? I'll start with Wadi. Well, definitely been an eventful couple of years, but it's overall been really, really good. Um, I feel like I've grown a lot. You know, usually in the times of a lot of turmoil and things of that nature, you, it gives you an opportunity to grow in some way, dare I say, exponentially. So it's been, it's been in the aggregate really, really good. And I just want to ask, oh, yeah, how that. have you grown? In what ways? Oh, man. So I just finished really going, I think, a little deeper dive into seeds and sowing and things, things like that. And so it's kind of hit me on another level, um, you know, kind of... To get to get more out of life and to really live in a way that's more abundant and probably more aligned with you know God's purpose for your life. That's good. That's good. Yeah, seeds. How about you, David? Uh, you know I've been doing good. Uh, definitely been uh, just focused on creating more music and uh, living my best life here in Baltimore. Um, you know, been 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 married really <laughs> i've been busy being married man it's that's a lot of work we're well this is what our third or fourth year um trying nice. to think let me make sure it's right though hold on this is <laughs> okay yeah, I, was you married in this right. I was married in 2008 this is recorded <laughs> and so yeah this is our this is our fourth year all right we'll, we'll celebrate four years in august um so shout out to maggie but uh yeah um, other than that, um, I'm just I, right now. I'm just enjoying this journey with my brothers and my sister here. So, um, yeah, we've we've definitely been. Uh, I feel like on a marathon. It feels like, and it, it continues. Speaking of Maggie and marriage, you know Maggie's my heart. How is she? And uh, oh, Maggie, she's good. She's doing man. good. I mean, oh, she's she's doing really well. I mean, um, you know, she's a teacher, and you know, shout out to all the teachers out there out there yeah. that are working really hard in the middle of the pandemic, masked up, and dealing with parents and kids. And I know it's a lot. I get yeah. it. Um, I know it's been a really tough year, and, and Maggie is no different. I mean, she's definitely been going through it and been a trooper. Uh, and you know, she's my hero. You know, when Aww. it comes to teaching and, and doing it every day. So. That's good. That's yeah. good. What's going on with you, Amber? Well, first of all, again, speaking of marriage, I got married. Yeah. Before the year was out. Let's go. December Let's go. 30th, 2021, in Abuja, Nigeria, to an amazing man. So that's really how I've been doing. Like, David, it's really just being married for these first few weeks of the year. Got to put in that work. 
Yes. Yeah. So just really been growing and learning more about myself through someone else who I've chosen to spend the rest of my life with. So I feel like I've been growing in uh, great ways in terms of listening, in terms of being patient kind and uh really trying to understand especially someone who's uh from a different culture than me and it's also lovely just being able to learn more about the culture because it's actually nigerian culture is also also a culture that i've always loved so that's well you loved it so much you married it exactly (laughs) (laughs) yes I was like, yeah, we can't wait to meet him when he comes over. So I know because y'all know y'all, that's in the works right now, right? It's in the works. It's in the yeah, works. So, so the immigration process is quite strenuous, but uh, it's a blessing to be able to work with someone that's just so smooth and easy to grow and learn. Are you talking about your immigration lawyer? Yes, my okay. immigration yeah, lawyer yeah, 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 yeah. and just my husband in general. Man, I feel like immigration lawyers are, are heroes too. Yeah. They you know, are. Helping people get into the States and stuff like that. They are. So that's 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 awesome though. I know that's uh, something that you're counting your blessings on right now. I am. So. I am. So <laughs> being blessed. A lot of work, but truly blessed and thankful. Bet. Yes. So last but not least. Myron, how's it going, bro? You dot. I'm, I'm out here in these streets, uh, <laughs> COVID free. Um, That's right. Yeah. Uh, good. I guess um, I can't really. I can't really complain. I can only, only thank God. Health is wealth out here, and I am healthy. My family is is healthy despite attacks that have come against us. We are, we are are healthy and we are whole. Um, this this year has been a it's been a year of refocusing and figuring out what's actually important and um, and I think I think a lot of people have come to that realization. I hope if you know I hope through all the struggle and pain that you know a myriad of people have gone through over these past couple of years have at least come out with some realizations that you know uh, they need to change certain things in their lives and to refocus on what's really important. Um, you know, that's probably one of the one of the fringe benefits of a global pandemic. It forces you to focus in on on the inward and, and you kind of start pushing out those accessory things that aren't actually necessary that you've been spending so much time doing. But um, yeah, I've, I've been growing closer to God, uh, getting uh, closer in the word and, you know, just enjoying enjoying my family enjoying i feel like we got the we got the married people in the middle and the singles on the side <laughs> enjoying being single uh you know hey, uh, <laughs> hashtag single life, good life. Hey. but no i mean I, I think i think the key about everything is uh appreciating where you are in your life even though it may not be where you want to be but you know you're you're there for a reason and there's growth wherever you are and you know unless you take the time to actually focus in on that then you're actually wasting the time. You know, we we all want to be someplace else, but like, there is purpose for where we are right now in our lives. So, in, enjoy it and, and look towards it. I feel like either way, the grass is always greener on the other side. You know what I mean? I feel like it's always, <laughs> it's always like you're always thinking about like, man, like when you're when, you, when you're like, I wish I was there, and you get there, and you're like, oh man, I remember what it was like to be single. Oh man, and then when you're single, it's like oh, I can't wait to be married. You know, so it's just like. It's interesting. I feel like the dynamics, but I mean, like my boy said, I mean, there's blessings in both. I feel like yeah, I think, absolutely. I, I think to 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 make that a little more concise, it's important to be grateful. Yeah. You know, for where you are. Yes. No, that's real. Contentment. That's real. That's Until real. Until the next season. Thank you for joining the Do Everything with Love podcast. If you'd like to continue to take the journey with us. 
please hit us up at With Love across all streaming platforms. Our music is everywhere, all right? And if you want a physical copy, hit us up at bandcap.com and you might even score yourself a signed copy of our album. Thanks. To change the tune here a little bit, we started a book club uh, and it's been exclusive to us here. Uh, this is the band. This is the president of the Let Love Rise Foundation, our new uh, found a nonprofit for, for the band and we're working in partnership together uh, to really make impact and we'll talk more about that later in the show but uh, really with the book club it's just really a, a point of us to, to just learn and grow um, as leaders as musicians we really do believe that knowledge is power and we believe that it, it fuels our creativity it fuels um, our livelihood in a sense so um, the book that we've been reading has been Creativity Inc. by Ed Catmull uh, and is, is overcoming the unseen forces. Real, real quick, that is a well-loved book, Dave. Oh, uh, yes. <laughs> I know. It's been, I've been, uh, read, I've been reading it. No, he's been reading that thing. Coming, coming. You know, it's been in my back. It's been a couple places. It's been traveling on the road with me. It looks like yeah. Apollo been reading that book. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, man. So, overcoming the unseen forces that stand in the way of true inspiration mm. so uh this book really has been focused it's written by ed catmull he's the president of pixar animation and disney animation um so shout out to pixar and disney um they put out you know my favorite movies of all time hits yes. you know hits yeah, after yeah. hit after hit Academy i mean wall-e to toy toy story one two three four is there a five there's a five there's a five yeah so anyways, um, yeah, so shout out to them. And of course, Disney. I mean, come on. We all grew up on Disney's mm-hmm. Pacifier, yeah, right? Mm-hmm. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> so anyways, Creativity Inc., um, amazing book. So it was about fostering a, a, create, a, a creative culture, right? Um, yeah. And doing that in a healthy and a sustainable way, whether it's in your company or whether it's in any creative environment. For us, it applied to the band and how we create music, and we were really to draw some parallels there. Um, and so... At the end of the day, as far as what the book was truly about, was just understanding the different principles of what 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 inspires creative processes, mm-hmm. right? Things to look out for, pitfalls to look out for, um, and so Ed, you know, he he put on his um, thinking cap and and really just sharing uh, his experience um, and what he learned, uh, which was which was truly a beautiful story from when he was a, a grad student. Um, in which you know doing a animated, fully animated, moving like movie like uh, Toy Story was just a dream, right? Um, where you know it was, it took him. He said it took him, you know, almost a few years just to get the first five minute animated clip out. You know, so it's just crazy to see like how he went from that to twenty years later, right? After pursuing his dream, to finally put out that movie Toy Story, right? So, it was, I mean, it was truly a story of resilience, of grit, of determination, um, which I think we all can relate to because we all have dreams that we that we aspire to and we all want to, you know, continue to, to figure out how do we keep going and and how to not give up. And so that was, that was Ed's story. Um, and so, uh, yeah, we've been reading this book and we really wanted to be able to uh, bring you in um, and really be able to uh, talk about important topics in the book and and really our focus going forward is to bring y'all in to books that we're reading now um so just something to keep in mind of that the next time we do this we'll definitely announce the next book on our patreon and of course even in our social media as well but 
just to really get you all involved, if you guys want to join us on this book book journey, you can do that. Um, and we'll talk about certain chapters and bring up certain topics. And we would love we're going to do Q and A's beforehand, um, so that way we can get your get your questions into this podcast, and we will answer them and, and and talk more about it and make it a hot topic. So. Uh, for every book, we're going to do a hot topic. Um, and so, Amber, you got the hot topic for Creativity Inc. What's the yes, hot topic? Yes, yes. And I just want to mention um, a point about the Toy Story. That's actually, when it comes to dreams, they said that animation movies could never happen. That's true. And it did. Fully, so, fully animated movies. Fully animated yeah. movies. They yeah. said it's 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 a thing of like the way, way, way forward future, right? So in terms of uh, the hot topic, it's really centered around uh, what David was saying about fostering this uh, culture of creativity and how creativity takes time. So in chapter three, there's a section on it called research trips. And uh, it's really centered around Pixar believing in the power of research so much that the creative team members often spent time in different locations based on the characters that they created. So for example, many production members of the movie Finding Nemo went to Seattle, Washington and became scuba certified because as we all know, this movie is all about the fish. So what better way than to actually go and figure out how to scuba dive so you can be like a fish. Uh, another example, team members went to France and shadowed a culinary chef for Ratatouille. I thought that was actually pretty cool. That was, cool. That was a probably, <laughs> that, I, I that can imagine really all cool. the delicious food they, they got to eat. Yes. Wow. I wouldn't yes. even think of, like if I'm writing about food or something like that, or doing a movie about food to go, and go to find a chef and shadow a chef or a French chef or anything like that. Like, yeah. like it seems it seems a little more normal to be like I'm gonna go and learn scuba diving or some skill set or like a, a more something more adventurous. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I think pulls that out of you, but some every everybody cooks to some degree, you know, or eats throughout the day. Not yeah. everyone scuba dives or swims like that. So even the down to the most mundane things, you can I think still go on a trip. So that was I found interesting about the ratatouille portion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and it's interesting because that actually goes in line with how they uh, really wanted to capture every single moment, every single detail of a scene. And yeah, and, mm. and Ed Cadmill actually talks about that, how like even the mundane, mundane things, they wanted to really capture that in the way that they went on these research trips. Right. And really uh, studied the The magic of, of like doing. the food and, and the magic of yeah. swimming and- Real authentic. Yeah. 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 Every coral detail. reefs and stuff like that. Yeah, I thought that, like even in Finding Nemo, when they did the coral reefs and stuff and capturing like the magic and the community sense of yeah. community that's there yes, yeah. absolutely you know and, and the schools of fish and like i thought that was so creative how they kind of brought that to life mm -hmm. uh, in ways that like a kid can can relate exactly so that's cool yeah yeah so so with that the few questions i want to ask you all on on this uh idea of research trips and tapping into your creativity bit by bit so what is it that you will all would want to research right and uh from that where would you go to sort of define and create that research experience? Where would you go to tap into what you're looking to research? I start with anybody chime in. Start with Myron over here. Oh, me, oh Lord. <laughs> um, yeah, I'll walk it even before I answer the question. Um, just the aspect of the those research trips is 
very important because like with those types of movies it's fully animated they did an excellent job of really immersing yourself into us like you felt like you were in the water yeah. with Nemo you know mm-hmm. when you were when you were uh, watching Ratatouille you felt like you were in the kitchen you could almost smell the food right. through the film it takes a very keen understanding of what what you need to do to you know put all those things in the scope so just you know Congratulations to them. They really nailed it. Um, back to the question. What would I like to research? Um, uh, if I had to pick something, I would like to... And this this comes more from from not the musician side of me, but like more of the, uh, the newly pastor side of me. Um, <laughs> which I don't like to talk about that much. But um You just talked about it. <laughs> you did just talk about that, it. That, that is God working on me still, the fact that I can even talk about that. Um the the aspect of what Christianity is outside of American culture. Um we've as a band we've been on um you know some mission tours. We've been to at least I've been to London and I've also been to France and the fascinating thing to me was how people over there view Christianity. Mm. Um, how they experience Christianity is very different than the American, you know, culture of Christianity that we're, where it's so monetized over here and it's so formulaic and it's like you feel like you're in a machine. Over there, it, people are very... There's an openness that I don't even really know how to put my finger on it. I mm. feel like people... I mean, Christianity started over in Europe and, and you know, over on that side and was brought over here. But I feel like in our American mind, we think we have a, a monopoly on it. And we think... Well, I mean, we kind of do. I mean, I from mean, the business point of view. From the business point of view, <laughs> yeah. yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like... Well, Australia the monopoly on the worst. I mean, you could... You could I mean. <laughs> but it's all right. Not to interrupt. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> but yeah, I just feel like we're, we, as a society, we've kind of been locked in a box of our own thinking as to what God wants to do through his church mm-hmm. and and what he can do through his church. Um, I feel like there's a, a certain openness and freeness that people have um, in in other countries that, that we haven't as a... Uh, as a people tapped into yet. Um, that's why I love, you know, I love going on mission trips more than just, um, you know, seeing new places, but it's a cultural immersion. It's a cultural immersion. And you're seeing how other people live, how other people experience things. And you get to see how God interacts with people. It's, mm. it's, it's truly, truly amazing. If, you know, money was no object, you know, I'd, I'd be on a, on a plane to everywhere seeing what God is doing. Yeah, doing I mean, I, I thought it was very organic and just the way that they even had church. You know, it was very community-oriented. Yeah. It was very low-key. It wasn't like lights, camera, action like you yeah. can see over here. Mm-hmm. Um, and at the end of the day, I just felt that um, they we were able to connect with them on a more personal level than like from a, you know, we're talking to you from a stage kind yeah. of level. Um, so that was really cool. The church doesn't feel very personal here anymore. It's, no, not it's, really. It's, it's just it's rare. Yeah, it's, and especially it's like rare. the 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 more church grows, the more it becomes a machine. But shout out to all the small churches out there. I feel like they're making a comeback right now. Yeah, yeah, so. and, and yeah. big churches really being intentional about their small groups. I agree that, with that. That is pivotal if you're going to keep growing to a very very large size as a church. So. 
Yeah, I, I, to be honest with you, I don't think mega churches are sustainable. Just from a from a person from a humanity oh, and if, personal yeah. point of view. <laughs> from you know? a personal point of view, yeah. I mean, yeah. They're, they're sustainable financially, for sure. Yeah, it's sustainable yeah. financially. Sure, I'll take your money. Yeah. But <laughs> at the end of the <laughs> day, at the end of the day, as far That's as like a, as ready. far as relationship managing relationships <laughs> oh, and you know shepherding people like our, as pastors are supposed to be doing, you know, I feel like it's just it's just unsustainable to do that. Um, and you know, I mean, I, I, that's a whole other topic about you know what is Christianity and what does yeah. that mean and how did it even came to be? Because um, I, I, I like for me, I don't call myself a Christian anymore per se. You know, if anything, I, I call myself a Christ follower. Christ you follower, know, yeah. that's that's me. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I read, I still read the Word. I still believe We're in the Holy somewhere. Spirit. You know, um, well, all that stuff. Question. Is it, are those two different terms? To me, yeah. I mean, Christi- to me, Christianity is a system, right? It's, it's evolved over it's, time. It's the the definition of what it was has gotten lost over time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, well, Christianity was is to me is a religion that was created to to have to form control, right? Actually, just as most religions are, most religions are, right? You yeah. know, it's funny. Um, anybody seen the movie Book of Eli? Oh yeah. Come on, Denzel. Okay. Yeah, Come yeah, on. Denzel, Denzel Washington. Yes, Gary Oldman. Yo, Come on. man, Gary Oldman's the like the best villain. Anyway, so the, the premise of the Book of Eli, you know, not not to, uh, I hate. I mean, spoiler. That has been out for like. It's been out forever. Yeah. So the premise. Spoiler. 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 Right. If you haven't seen the Book of Eli, but the premise of that the, the whole movie is is that he's this blind man uh, that you don't even know is blind. Is he's like walking this journey west. And protecting what is the Bible, the only Bible that's left on seems like Earth yeah. mm-hmm. in this post-apocalyptic world. Yep. Uh, and Gary Oldman, the villain, right? The antagonist is like doing whatever he can to get this Bible because he wants to control people. Yeah. He's like, I need this book because it has the words that that I need to to control people, and I can form it how I need to form it. And so, to me, like that's what Christianity is. Christianity is kind of like this system in which it uses the Bible to control people how it needs to be controlled. I mean, church to me is a form of like as far as churches how we know, especially in America, um, from a structural mega church or whatever structural point of view, that it's a form of control. There's certain rules and certain expectations to abide by that that make you seem like you fit into that subculture that exists in the church. Um, and so for me as a Christ follower, like I believe in the teachings of Jesus. I believe in the Holy Spirit. I believe in what he did on the cross and community as well and community and the power of community. I, I believe in the church in the sense of what the Bible says the church we is. We are the church. We are the church. Yeah. That's what it says in the Bible that we are the church. So, you know, there's there, to me like the community should we have in church right now? You know what I mean? So that's kind of how I look at it, you know? Um, and, and anyways, not to go on a dive into the, to the whole <laughs> so get, topic. Get, that's get, a whole, that's a whole, that's a whole other, other topic, right? Topic. You, you hit some heavy topics there. I <laughs> did. I did. But anyways, um, back to creativity, Inc. All right. So you want to go to, you said you go to London and, yeah. and do your I thing mean, and, all, all over and learn more about how, how religion, Christianity is, is viewed. I, world religion to me is, is a fascinating topic. I mean, yeah. Yeah. because it's like looking at the elephant in a room and everyone has their different take on it. You know, so anyways. Yeah, yeah. Anybody? Me? Wadi? Okay. Yeah. What you, what, you, what, you, what you trying to research, brother? So what do you want uh, to research? Mine's way less deep. <laughs> <laughs> uh, bordering on shallow, maybe. <laughs> uh, maybe wealth creation, or maybe local and or global scale. Now that we're talking about global, mm-hmm. the global church and religions and things of that nature, but um. 
yeah, wealth creation, maybe entrepreneurship, real estate, stuff like that. So you would go and talk or go see and hang out with people that have done such. So really, honestly, the first thing that came to mind when you guys asked me this question was like, Aspen? <laughs> I think that would be A, cool to go, and then B, I don't know if you, if there's like a, if there's like a mentorship thing in the program there or something, you can talk to some folks. But yeah, I would like to research wealth creation. What's that's so special about Aspen? I, I, I don't know much about it. That's what I was going to ask. It's a very wealthy place. It's a ski town. Ski resort. Ski, ski resort. Oh, so all skiers are rich? I was thinking no, about Aspen. that. Oh, okay. No, <laughs> Aspen. That's, that's Let's be specific. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> specifically, they yeah. have one of the streets is called, the nickname is like Billionaire Mountain. But Oh, wow. But yeah, but I mean, it doesn't have to be Aspen, but okay. that was the first I mean, one that came to mind. Ne- I feel like your net worth is in your network. You feel me? That is important. Watch me network. What's that song? Okay. <laughs> Forget it. <laughs> we don't we have rights on that song. Huh? <laughs> yeah, but it would be important. It would be important not to go for lustful reasons or, I think, reasons to have what they have on a literal one-to-one basis. I think it would be important to learn concepts. Your heart has to be in the right place, essentially, is what I'm getting to. You don't want to go with the heart of of lustful or covetousness, to put it in Christianese. <laughs> but, <laughs> but yeah, that was cool. my thought. Okay. That's what's up. Yeah, um, I guess I'll go next. Yeah, for me, I would say uh, I, and the band, I, I can speak for the band as well, that uh, we love the Outer Banks. You know what I'm saying? That's been our new summer hotspot. Cool. Summer spot. Yeah, yeah. man. They, they got the surfing. The show is awesome. If y'all ain't seen the show on Netflix. Um, but uh, <laughs> I didn't see the show. First season was good. <laughs> I like the second season too. It wasn't as good as the first. I'll, I'll definitely say that. But anyways, um, no, nah, it, it's really inspired us to to write our next song. Um, I'm, so much so that I, I do want to go back and and work on that song in the Outer Banks because I feel like it's it's a good uh, uh, you know what better place to write a summer track than in a summer town you know so. Uh, that's something that I'm, I'm looking forward to. Uh, you know, it's, you know, I don't know if anybody, I don't know what any, anyone's creative process looks like when it comes to writing a song, but like for us, we start just whiteboarding, right? And, uh, mm-hmm. putting different thoughts, ideas, nouns, adjectives on what we think, what reminds us of summer, you know? Um, so that's something that, uh, uh you know, that, that's a cool research trip to have, you know, to, to surf, to go surfing hit the beach, you know what I'm saying? Hit up Wings. Yeah. If you're from Outer Banks, you already know what I'm talking about. And um, <laughs> yeah, man, catch and get some shrimp. No you know? shrimp. I was going to yeah, say those shrimp. oh. shrimps. <laughs> you know, yeah. Is that like 15th century no, or something like yeah, that? Yeah, shout out, so shout out to Fishhead. If y'all ever go to Outer Banks, go to Fishheads. Um, they they have a great happy hour price on their shrimp. Oh, man. Amazing. Happy hour price on their shrimp. <laughs> yes. Shrimp. And the shrimp is phenomenal. They season that thing just it right. So, but anyways, but that's my take. Okay. I think that just leaves you, Amber. That just leaves me, but I just wanted to say, can I be on that hook? Oh, that song. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can be on that hook. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll get you in there somewhere. For sure. Get you on the tambourine. That doesn't sound believable at all. No, I'm for real. I'm being dead serious. I'm being Stay dead serious. If you want to get on that track, we got you. All right, we'll get you in there some one way or another. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, we okay. got it's on the podcast now, so I got I got to fall with my word. It's stamped. Yeah. <laughs> so for me, uh, I would love to research my ancestry in person. So since I've already been to Nigeria, and I have actually found out that um, 
my family on my dad's side, we're about 20-something percent, something percent Yoruba in uh, Nigeria. And so uh, some other parts that I'd like to explore is Ghana, since I've been to Nigeria already. Um, I'd love to go to the door of no return. And I'd love to just uh, experience all of the um, offerings that Ghana has for the um, African diaspora come back home. I heard that they have like a diaspora experience. Absolutely. So when you do. come back, they actually like take you on a whole tour, right? Yes, they do. In Ghana, Ghana specifically, still shout out to Nigeria though. I mean, my husband's from there, but <laughs> Ghana specifically has this whole experience for the African diaspora, whether you're from Canada, from the UK, United States, from wherever you are as um, a person of black descent. Um, Ghana is the West African country to go to. So shout out to Ghana. Well, correct me if I'm wrong. Is it, um, I think I heard the majority of uh, black American slaves are from Ghana or from that area, or from the, something like that. Don't quote me. I'm not a historian. I don't know, <laughs> to uh, be honest. Uh, mm. But we can Google it. <laughs> yeah. I think it, it in. I think once, once they did like a blood tests and that sort of deal. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was all, you know, different. The borders, you know, have changed over the years, but different countries yes. in West Africa. But yes. At least where I think where the borders are yes. drawn now, they believe. Yeah, the most. colonists. Yeah. Well, well, according to <coughs> Google, <laughs> says, uh-huh. Google tell us what. Right. Tell us what wrong, right? Slavery lay at the core, lays at the core of the Ghana's pre-colonial states, whose economy was to- almost totally dependent on slave labor. Mm-hmm. Indigenous slavery predated the Atlantic slave trade, Mm -hmm. coexisted with it from the 16th to the 19th century, and survived it through the early 20th century. Mm -hmm. So it's definitely been a part of Ghana's history for a a while. Mm. It's part of human history. Yeah. 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 I've actually heard it put once, like, uh, yeah, without, I think, being grounded or centered in in God, because when God created man to take dominion and you know over the earth and that sort of deal, mm-hmm. but without that being centered in, in I think righteous and things of that nature, you start taking dominion and over other people, and mm-hmm. that's how that kind of comes about. At least that's one train of thought I've read. Mm. Oh, and, and to cite my source from earlier, it's from uh, jhu.edu. So shout out to John Tyson. Oh yes. Yeah. <laughs> okay, credible source. Yeah, Good credible job source. With your yeah, I gotta, you know, I don't want to just not mention the source there. So. Down the street. Yes. <laughs> Um, well, cool, 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 cool. Yeah, so that wraps up our Hot Topic segment. Yeah. All right. Thanks for joining the Do Everything With Love podcast. We are cultivating a community around love and togetherness, and we would love you to be a part of that journey. Join us at patreon.com slash withlovemusic, where we post exclusive live videos for our patrons. So sign up and join, be a part of us. Announcements. All right, so uh, at the end of every podcast, uh, we wanted to give some announcements, but um, so to kick things off, I figured this is our first, this is our first podcast ever. I figured it'd be appropriate to announce that we have the president of our new nonprofit, Let Love Rise Foundation Incorporated. LLR. Yeah, LLR. We are uh, about to, um, we're going to launch this year in 2022. Um, but Amber, I'm, I'm gonna leave it to you to talk more about what Let Love Rise is about. Sure. Yeah. I'll give you all a quick rundown of our mission and vision. So our mission is to unify local organizations 
and volunteers to sustain a positive impact on communities in need with love in action locally and abroad. Our vision is to be the premier change agent in community development and growth across the country and abroad by continuing to expand the use of our community network, spreading love, hope, and unity through outreach events. And that just touches on the love projects, uh, which are community service projects and the love sessions that we have been doing uh, for the past several years, since 2013, right? Yeah, well, I think we started 2014. 2014. The band started in 2013, though. Okay, and then we started doing the community work in 2014, and then... Yeah, and I mean, that was, that was crazy, because we were doing the love sessions... The band was putting that on every month. That's when yes. it first we started out doing that joint every single every month. month. And, and then we, and then it was like, all right, hold on, okay, maybe it's a little much. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it was when we were young, yeah, had more time, and we you rolled it back. I got, yeah, so we rolled it back to quarterly, and then the pandemic hit, and we kind of laid low and yes. decided to turn it into a nonprofit um, because really, uh, this is this this needed more energy than I could give it personally. Yes, um, yes. and and. Us plus the band wanted to focus more on making, creating more music, music. and touring more. And so, um, really, you know, Amber, I'm grateful that you're you're like taking this on and championing the cause. And uh, yeah. I can't wait to see how communities react to what happens when With Love comes to town and you come through and and you, with your crew and, and impact the community in incredible ways and connecting community organizations with the people of the community. And we really wanted to, you know, not to be like FUBU, but it's going to be for the community, by the community. You know what I mean? Yes. <laughs> so it's really creating change and, and positive strides. So um, with that being said, what's, what's going What's next with, for, for Let Love Rise? Yes. Yeah, so what's next? We are going to a launch. So coming soon is our online platform where nonprofit organizations can register online and partner with us and uh, add their events, promote their events on our platform, and then volunteers can come on our platform to sign up for events that the nonprofit communities have uploaded to our site. So it's an entire network called the LLR Network coming to you soon, and we'll also be doing those in-person gatherings, um, hopefully, now the, the pandemic has decided. You mean the love sessions is about to come back? Come back okay. in full effect. Yeah, Piloting in Baltimore as where we started. Man. And then we're going to eventually expand to communities and local communities around the cities in America. And then eventually globally, we're going to start up our global missions tours. Yeah. Again, as again. the band was going around to London, France, where we've gone, Romania, <laughs> Romania, yeah, yeah. some really dope places that uh, yeah. the team has already gone, and so we're just gonna continue that on with LLR. That's what's up. That's yeah. what's up. Um, well, there it goes for that love rise. For if you don't know now, you know. All right. Um, so just so y'all know, I mentioned this earlier, but. Uh, we're doing a Q&A section next time. Uh, we really want you guys to, we want to get to know you um, and, and for y'all to get to know us. Uh, so we're going to post on our Patreon page uh, a Q&A poll where you can submit questions for us to address right here on the podcast. Um, not, and that's in addition to, of course, any, any other topics you want to talk about as far as the books that we're reading. Um, so we'll definitely put all that information out. 
as far as book topics and stuff that we'll be reading uh, in the future and, and, and you all can uh, read up on it and suggest any topics you want to talk about from that book um, and we'll definitely make sure to uh, put that right here uh, on the podcast and, and, and check it out so uh, and then of course we also want to bring on patrons from our Patreon and interview them you know and like they, we get to know them too get to know get them to hear about you know their experience on our Patreon page and what they've enjoyed and, and get to know more them, more about them personally. So I can't wait to do talk more about that. And of course, last but not least, all right, I know we talk a lot about, a lot about Patreon, but we got to let y'all know when our next Patreon drop is, which is going to be April 1st, all right? So check that out. On April 1st, uh, we're going to have our next Patreon drop, and it's going to be dope because we are putting out live music performances exclusively on our Patreon platform. Um, so that way, for all y'all that want to hear more of our music and our musical journey, you want to hear us evolve, you want to hear us get better at our instruments, you want to know what's going on, man, tune in to Patreon, all right? And enjoy that enjoy that live performance. Give it a like, shout us out when you can. But uh, anyways, that wraps up our, our Do Everything With Love podcast episode one. Yes, yes. And so uh, as we always close everything, Remember to love God, love people, and do everything with love. love.